Welcome back to the Southern Showdown Podcast. For those of you who don't know us, I'm Tripp. This is Chris. Over here at the Southern Showdown, we're going to talk about SEC football. Uh, today we're going to take a deep dive into our, our top ten SEC quarterbacks. The SEC is loaded with quarterback talent this year, so I'm excited to see how our lists stack up together. Also, special shout-out to Tim Araquazo because this show wouldn't happen without him. It would look way, way worse. So oh, yeah. You can go ahead and hop into your list. You shout-out, Tim. Uh, number ten, I got Brady Cook from Missouri. He's uh, 6'2", 205. He threw for uh, 14 touchdowns last year, seven interceptions. Uh, he was pretty good on his, on his feet. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Sorry. Uh, I'm just laughing because I don't even have Brady Cook on my list. Uh, I don't. Is that right? I, his, the only thing that took him off the list, honestly, is the seven interceptions. Yeah, seven so. interceptions. 14 touchdowns, seven interceptions, and he still made my list at number 10. Probably who you got it to? I got Connor Wigman at number See, ten from Connor Texas A and M. Uh he looked solid last year. He played about half the season and uh he played without turning the ball over. That's that's the main reason he got number ten over Brady Cook yeah. or AJ Swan. AJ Swan another honorable mention. But uh he had nine hundred yards and eight touchdowns last year and he had one one great game against Old Miss where he threw four touchdowns, so I think he'll progress this year and be a little bit better. That's why he's at ten. Right. Uh who's your number he nine? One good game. Trip through him on the list. I got a uh, number nine. I got Jackson Dart from Ole Miss, six two two twenty. Uh, he did have eleven interceptions last year. I guess I just. I mean, you kind of just gotta throw some people that throw some picks last year on here. Uh, but he was pretty good on his feet last year too. Um, he he could definitely climb up the list this year. Uh, so yeah, I got Jackson Dart number nine. I agree. I mean, I think Jackson Dart can move up the list as long as his decision making gets better. But. At number nine, I have Jalen Milrow. I'm assuming that Jalen Milrow is going to get the start. I know they have a couple quarterback quarterbacks that are fighting for that position right now, but I have Jalen Milrow at number nine. He has a ton of talent, but he just looked inconsistent. At times he would look good, and at times he would like almost single-handedly lose games, or almost lose games it seemed like. He uh, he had 300 yards and five touchdowns with three interceptions, and, and he also had 283 yards on the ground, averaging about 8.5 yards a carry. He he looked talented, but he didn't play well under pressure. He kind of looked a little shaky to me. That's why he's at number nine. That's respectable. Uh, number eight, I got the NC State transfer, Devin Leary. Uh, Devin Leary transferred to Kentucky this year. I'm pretty excited to see how he does in the SEC. I don't know if he can handle the big dogs. Uh, so that's why I got him at number eight pretty much. I mean – he he uh he had some injury problems, but in 2021, you know, he threw for like what 3,000 yards or something like that, over 3,000. Oh yeah, over 3,000 yards. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, he had a pretty good year that year. He did have injury problems last year, but I mean, the kid's pretty dang good. Like I said, just welcome to the SEC. Let's see how you do now. So for that for it. that same reason, I also have Devin Leary kind of lower on the list than most people would probably like. But it's just I don't know how he's going to play in the SEC. It's you a different eight? it's a different game. No, I got him at uh, seven, but at eight I have Jackson Dart. Jackson Dart at eight. Jackson <clears throat> Dart. I mean, the talent is there. The kid's talented. He was he was solid starter for Ole Miss last year. Twenty touchdowns, eleven interceptions, like you said. Um, decision making is wise at eight. Uh, for me, what makes a, a great quarterback isn't just how much touchdowns he throws, but he doesn't turn the ball over. So that's why I thought Hendon Hooker for Tennessee – we're Tennessee fans, as you know, but that's why I thought he was such a good quarterback. Um, also, like you said, I think Jackson Dart is good on his feet. He had about 600 rushing yards last year. I think he's going to be a solid quarterback and progress, and he could move up this list if uh, as the season goes along. So, yeah. Who's you got at seven? Number seven, like I said, uh, Devin Leary. Uh, oh, yeah. He's great at NC State. 
He had in 2021. He had a stellar year: 3,400 yards, 35 touchdowns, five interceptions. And uh, I mean, last year, like Christopher said, he struggled with a lot of injury problems. He only played a couple games, but he looked he looked great at NC State. It's just the SEC is a different different league. I mean, there's no telling. He could be great. He could be really mediocre. But uh, He's I have like Jackson for that. Dart though. He climbed the list. Yeah, he, he could, could he could he could easily list. climb the list. Yeah, for sure. At seven, I got the Alabama quarterbacks because. Uh, like Saban said, they don't know who they're choosing right now. He said that he will announce it whenever they decide. But I'm assuming they're going to go with Jalen Milrow or Tyler Buckner. Probably Jalen Milrow. I think he'll kind of be a little more for the offense that Alabama's going to have this year. Uh, I think they're going to be more of a ground-and-pound team. So Jalen Milrow kind of fits that scheme. Um, he's pretty good on his feet. I mean, he was good on his feet last year, like you said. I mean, he threw some picks. He fumbled the ball a good few times. I mean, he almost single-handedly lost the Texas A&M game for him last year, but thank God they were able to put it together. You know, thank God for them. Anyways, so, yeah, number seven on my list, the Alabama quarterbacks. Uh, number six, I have Carson Beck. Um People might be surprised that he's that high on the list, to be honest, because people hadn't seen anything from him. But in the spring game, he looked phenomenal. He has a strong arm. I mean, like I said last week, he's a he's a field manager. He looked like a field manager. And I think what it's going to take for him to be great and to move up on this list during the season is he has to be mobile like Stetson Bennett was last year. He's got to move outside the pocket, yeah, make plays on his feet. But, I mean, he has a lot of talent surrounding him in that Georgia – program over there so I think that's why he's going to be a, a solid quarterback next year Who, who's your number six Chris yeah that's kind of why I had the Alabama QBs at number seven you know we don't even know who's starting but yeah. it's Alabama yeah they're I always going to have talent they're yeah. going to have talent there's going to be a coach there that coaches them up so that's why they're above you know some people on the list that some of y'all might disagree with number six I got Spencer Rattler South Carolina boy. He's uh, 6'1", 217. Uh, last year, dude, golly, there were games that he would just blow people out of the water. You know, he'd play stellar, look like a Heisman candidate. And then there's also games where he would really just kind of crap the bed. I mean, he was very inconsistent. But, golly, when he turns it on, he, he's really good. So that's why I got him up at number six, Spencer Rattler. Absolutely. I mean, Spencer Rattler, I mean, he's just inconsistent. That's why, I mean, that's why he's at number five for me. I, I almost had Carson Beck at five and him at six just because he'd have games where he honestly just flat out sucked. And then he'd have games where he would just play great, like against the Vols. I mean, he had that five touchdown yeah. game. That kind of, <laughs> like that, that, that broke my heart, broke my soul a lot. But the reason he's number five is because of Juice Wells. He has an outstanding receiver. Could be a Belinkentoff Award winner this year, at least up there for those. And I think he'll tighten up his uh, interceptions and turnover troubles. I think he'll tighten up on that side. And I think he'll just he'll be a solid quarterback this year. That's why I have him at number five. Yep. Can't do it without your wideouts. That's why I got old Carson Beck at number five. With Ladden McConkey and Brock Bowers to throw to, they make it pretty easy. Uh, but, yeah, I got Carson Beck at number five. He looked great in the spring game. He's a uh, 6'4", 215. And, uh, I mean, like you said, he's probably going to be a really good field manager. Can he do stuff on his feet? Because, you know, I mean, last year, old uh, Bennett. <laughs> old Stetson Bennett. How could I forget the old Miracle Boy Stetson Bennett mailman? Uh, but, yeah, last year, you know, he was good on his feet. He kind of pulled him out of some situations. And can Carson Beck do the same thing? I don't know. But, you know, I'll be surprised to, to see if he if he has a bad year, to be honest. Like, like I said, in the spring game, he looks stellar. I mean, so good that – it kind of scares me a little bit to what Georgia's got going to be coming up next year. So, uh, 
Old Carson Beckett, number five. For uh, that's exactly why I almost put him above Spencer Rattler. But I just think Spencer Rattler has more experience because he's started like three years. He, Caleb Williams obviously came in and took his starting job at Oklahoma and then went to USC. And now look how he's doing. But yeah, um, yeah, I almost had Carson Beck above him. But at number four, I have Will Rogers. And honestly, I can't talk enough about Will Rogers. Obviously, we're high on Mississippi State. I honestly, I don't know why. It might be some type of drug they just gave us. But I think Will Rogers is extremely, extremely slept on. He is He's an absolute gunslinger. He had 4,000 yards last year passing, 35 touchdowns and eight interceptions. The year before that, he had even more yards. He had 4,700 yards and 36 touchdowns. He has a career completion percentage of 69%, and he holds almost every single passing record at Mississippi State. And he holds the record for single season and career completion percentage in the SEC. He, the kid is a stud, and he could he could have been higher on this list, but I think out of sheer raw talent, there's a, a couple guys ahead of him. Yeah, I could agree with that. I also have Will Rogers at four, the old stat king. Uh, Mississippi State, 6'2", 210. Uh, dude's just a dog. Like you said, I mean, he threw for like 4,000 yards last year, 35 touchdowns. I mean, his stats are just like – incredible uh he's really fun to watch i mean golly if you like offense turn on mississippi state and watch him this year uh i have a i have a good feeling that he he'll be surprising some people uh my whole top four man there there's some heisman candidates to be honest i mean absolutely golly like you said the sec's just stacked this year and i mean these top four even carson beck spencer rattler golly there's no telling these guys are going to turn it on this year probably but uh yeah, Will Rogers at number four. He's also he's just a really good leader. You yeah, know? I, 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 I think he's that. about to. I think he's about to lead. Like, their like we said, like we said on year. our past episode. I mean, I think they got a family over there. Right oh now. yeah. So, I mean, I completely agree with Will Rogers at four for sure. <laughs> Moving to our top three, I think this might be where we have some differences here. At number three, I have KJ Jefferson. Now, mm. a lot of people might be upset about that. I've seen a lot of lists with him at number one or number two, but I see him as number three. I'm a little biased because. I'm a Vol fan. I got Joe at two. But uh, K.J. Jefferson's just been solid his entire career, really. I mean, 2,700 yards, 24 touchdowns in 2022, and 2,700 yards and 21 touchdowns in 2021. He's only threw five interceptions last year and four the year before, so he doesn't turn the ball over. He's a dual-threat guy. He had nine touchdowns on the ground. I mean, you don't – that guy will run through you. He, he's going to run the football. He's just he's a great athlete. That's why he's at number three. I think he can take some steps, and, and he could be number one, to be honest. He could be a Heisman candidate. So, uh, that's K.J. Jefferson, that's why he's at number three. Yeah, you? for uh, number three for me, I got old Joe Milton, Bazooka Joe, 6'5", 242. That's a big boy. Uh, you know, God, he's got a cannon on him. I mean, he threw, a, he threw an orange like 110 yards. He threw a football like 90 uh, it's just incredible. He's probably one of the best athletes on the field uh, throughout the entire of college football this year, especially the even in the SEC. Um, but yeah, he's dual threat, so he's going to do some things on his feet. He might not he might not run it like crazy, but you know the defense still got to prepare for him on his feet for sure because he's such a good athlete. So can he can he get get a little bit more accurate? That's what we're looking to see this year. That's why I got him at three. Um, but yeah, old Joe Milton, number three for me. The accuracy problems are, are why uh, Joe's at two for me. Because in past years, he's had that cannon, but he hadn't been able to control it. Old Bazooka Joe hadn't been able to control that bazooka. But he's incredibly talented. He has the perfect build for a quarterback. And uh, he started two games last year for us, and he played in eight. He had 1,000 passing yards and 10 touchdowns with zero interceptions. 
And where I kind of disagree with you, I think he is going to run the football like crazy. In those two games he started, I mean, he may not have been like having 100 yards, but he, he was having some quarterback design run plays, and I mm-hmm. think Heupel might design some more plays for him just because he's a big body and he can run the football. Um, and obviously he plays in a great offensive system. He play, Last year Tennessee had the number one offense in all of college football. I think Joe's going to put up some big numbers, and he's probably going to be a top draft pick and a Heisman candidate. Might be biased coming from, from me, but that's just what I think. Yeah, hopefully he keeps up that uh, that turnover ratio. Absolutely. That's, that's a nice turnover ratio. Now, 10 touchdowns, zero turnovers, although some of those stats did come from the old Vanderbilt game. But even a guy in uh, well, the number two uh, Kentucky Kentucky quarterback last year, Will. Will Levis. Will Levis. Hell, he, he even had a hard time against old Vandy last year. So, yeah. you know, you never know. My number two, I got Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels from LSU. He's 6'4", 205. Uh, I think he's going to be definitely a Heisman candidate this year. I mean, heck, he had 11 rushing touchdowns last year, so he's absolutely dual threat. Uh, dude's probably really going to light the field up this year. I'm excited to see him whenever they face FSU in week one. So, yeah, old Jaden Daniels, number two for me. Oh, so the FSU and, L- and uh, LSU is probably my number one matchup for week Oh, one, yeah, for, for sure. sure. For sure. Uh, but I agree. That's that's why I have Jaden Daniels at number one on my list. I think he's the best quarterback in the SEC right now. I mean, early on in the season, he didn't he didn't pass the ball great. His his accuracy and honestly, just his he looked unsure of himself. And then once he became he came into his own and he played great. He had two games last year. He had three touchdowns on the ground and three in the air. And uh, he he had nearly three thousand passing yards and seventeen touchdowns. And he only threw three interceptions. So he's not turning the ball over either. He's the definition of a dual threat guy. Almost 900 yards rushing and 11 touchdowns on the ground. That's that's absolutely insane. I think he'll definitely be a Heisman candidate. And I just think he's a stud. I think LSU football has a bright future oh, yeah. with him. Oh, yeah. He definitely cleaned it up towards the end of the year. But like you said, he was a little unsure of himself at the beginning of the year. One guy who was not unsure of himself all year long is K.J. Jefferson from Arkansas. And that's who I got at number one, 6'3", 246. Big old boy, you don't want to tackle this dude. I'm pretty sure there's some line linebackers out there that are like, golly, I really got to hit that dude today because he will run straight through you. He had 24 touchdowns through the air, nine touchdowns on the ground, only threw five interceptions. I mean, those are just good stats already. And that dude, I mean, he not single-handedly carries Arkansas, but, I mean, it's it's not the, the strongest SEC team. Um, and, golly, he's going to light up the field this year, and he's probably going to try to single-handedly do it himself. You know what I'm saying? He'll I mean, probably keep it on the ground. Yeah, he'll, uh, he'll throw it through the air plenty. If you're not going to say it, I will say it. K.J. Jefferson's back is probably hurting from how hard he is carrying the (laughs) Arkansas team. I mean, when it comes to raw athleticism, I mean, he's there. He's great. Yeah. uh, I I hope Joe Milton can match that athleticism this year. Maybe take a little step above. I hope hope Joe's number one in the draft this year. That's how how I hope his season goes. I hope hope it goes a little bit like 1998 did for the Vols. (laughs) Does it feel like 98? I think it does. <laughs> but uh, this is wrap it up. Our top three, I got Jaden Daniels, Joe Milton, and K.J. Jefferson. That's my how I think three, it's going to finish yeah. it out. Yeah, my top three, I got K.J., Jaden Daniels, and Joe Milton in that order. Uh, I'd like to see how it, how it plays out this year, man. Yeah, me too. Thanks for listening in, guys. Uh, we're going to try and update you all weekly with the weekly previews this year. And uh, that was fun. Week one, coming up soon. See you.